0: Okay, I'm going to pray real quick and then we can get it in. Do you have my father in Jesus' name? Father God, I ask that you anoint everyone that's sitting in the Zoom meeting, Lord God. I ask that you, I ask that you open up every door that needs to be open for everyone in this chat, Lord God. Everyone joining in with us, Lord God. I pray that today continues to be a great day because I know some are specific standard Town and some are CST. Oh, Lord God, I just thank you so much for everything that you do for us, Lord God. And I thank you for allowing us to all gather and join today, Lord God. And I pray that the word that you gave me to read to my brothers and sisters, Lord God, is something that they can use for a day-to-day thing, Lord God. And I just give you all the honor and all the glory and Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, so at the beginning of the month, I have this little calendar, and I can take a picture and send it to you guys. In our group chat, but at the beginning of the month, I set up my calendar, you know, just so I know what other I have and all of that. And every month, I ask, well, in Texas, when I was in Texas, I would ask my husband, Spy, and Ellie to pick some numbers. Well, this time, from some, you know, I'm not by myself and I'm around family. I asked my sister and my cousin to pick some numbers. So, uh, wait, hold on. I got three. new remove this now. Me... Yeah, I asked my sister to pick a number one through sixty-six. And she picked thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. And then my cousin, she, I asked her to pick a number one or two. Because in this book, there's only two. And she picked one. And then I said to pick one through fifteen. And she picked the number thirteen. So the thirty-seventh book is Guy. And the first chapter and the thirteenth verse. Now, before I read it, um when I moved back to Vegas, I've been struggling right, with my words, reading, like being able to participate in everything. It's just been real hard. Yeah. And um I was talking to Brittany and Abby about it, and you know, they're just telling me to, you know, be strong in my faith. And, you know, Abby said to Um, to not let Vegas change me and to change Vegas. And I swear, since she told me that, I've been thinking about it every single time I fall into temptation or I do everything because everybody knows, you know, Vegas is the city of sin. And I grew up here my whole life. So when I left Vegas, it was very refreshing, but then, you know, not being around family and then coming back and it's just been so hectic. I know the enemy is like... (laughs) trying to have a field day with me but you know I keep rebuking him and, you know I rebuke all my desires that I have to go into temptation because I am strong and I know that I am strong so um, when I asked him for these numbers I read the verse and the verse says then spoke how that the Lord's messenger and the Lord's message to the people saying I am with you declares the Lord and I, that, I got so emotional because I feel so far away from you, you know. And I was always told that even though you may be a thousand steps behind or where you were before, the minute you say that I need to get back on track, or I need you in my life, or you know I need to stop doing the negative things that I'm doing and just come back to you, when you look behind you, He's right there. And it gives me, it's so refreshing to know that in the midst of me going through so much temptation or even falling back into temptation or, you know, doing, like, let's say watching a TV show before I pray or before I read or, you know, doing anything like that that pertains to our mother, even though I was doing these things, he still saw me in pain because I I was so strong in my word and I was so strong, you know, doing these things before I came back to being with my family, um, I know that he is still with me. Like, even in that misbelief, feeling like, dang, God, like, I cannot believe that I walked away or that I just stopped. But to know that he knows I needed to hear this, it was very heartfelt because I wasn't expecting it. You know, picking numbers like random numbers like that out of the Bible, you would think like it's just like a random verse. And even though it was, it still had truth and meaning to it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, I've been trying to do other things to make myself happy, right? Mm-hmm. So even though I know, okay, with your Bible, it's time. Your alarm is like you literally have an alarm set to read your Bible at six in the morning, and you don't do it, like. That's just stubbornness, you know? And um, I know what I need to do. I know I need to reach out to God. I know the only one who can really help me is him. Mm-hmm. So it's like, when I see his verse, I'm like, okay. And it's so funny because the book of Havana, it's literally only two chapters or it's two books okay. in this car. In this, uh, I mean, it's too happened, so it wasn't even anything like, oh my gosh, it's so long, and I don't know about you guys, but sometimes I have movies days where I'm just like, oh, I need to read, but it's just so much to read, and that's so selfish, you know, but thinking of that, like, and then going back into the words, like, he will literally give you as much as you can take, and being out here, I cannot take much, you know, I you know, my sisters have been praying for me for, you know, my anxiety, you know, and, and all of these things, and my anxiety was getting so much better. Like, it was literally, the spirit of anxiety was literally releasing from off of me, and then coming back to Vegas, like, it just hit you like a wall. And, you know, being overstimulated because I have kids, and, you know, my family is so much drama. I felt so suffocated. I couldn't even... I couldn't even move. So when I was reading this book, I was reading, um, so it's the book of Haggai, chapter one, and verse two, if you guys want to um, follow along. It says, this speaks the Lord of hosts, saying, this people says, the time is not come, the time that the Lord's house should be built. So what he's saying is, so are you guys saying that it's not the time for my house to be built? Amen. God. And I feel like anyone can take this and put it into their own perspective. This speaking to me, I felt like I was saying, so you can do all these things, but you won't let my house be built, which is the foundation that I'm supposed to be speaking as a wife, as, as a praying mom, as a praying sister, as a praying peasant, as a praying daughter. Like, So you would rather do all these things Trying to make yourself happy, trying to feel this void that's inside of you, and all you have to do is come to me, which is building that house. And then in verse 4, it says, It is time for you, O ye, to dwell in your new old houses. In this house, I wait. Mm-hmm. So it's time for me to build my house, right? But I'm letting it go to waste because I'm not taking that proper, you know, stance to pray, to read. Like, okay, you're you're being filled with anxiety or you're being filled with anger. Why can't you sit here and just say, God, please help me with this anger? I rebuke that spirit of anger off of me. It's not hard. In the name of Jesus, everything must flee. It cannot stay. So if you ever feel like, Oh my gosh, I feel like I want to pray, but I just can't. Or I feel like the Christian up. working. That's not the truth. That's the enemy literally making you feel like your prayers are worthless. Amen. Mm-hmm. And it's not. You know, everything must be in the name of Jesus. So literally just talk to him. And in verse five, it says, Now therefore, I the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. He's literally telling you, Okay, you doing that. You've got to consider your ways. Consider what you're doing. Look at how you're hurting yourself and all you have to do is run through. You're literally putting this pain on yourself. And like I said, I feel like this book, anyone can take it into their own perspective about what they're going through. And it was just so perfect of how I was feeling this way and then August first came. And you know, Marie, she had already asked me if I wanted to share. Or I think I think it was this week, the first week of August 19th, if not in July. She was asking if I wanted to share. And I was like, yes, I would share, even though I had no idea (laughs) what I was going to talk about. And then I did the, you know, like calendar or whatever. And then in verse six, um, chapter one, verse six, it says, ye have sown much and bring in little, ye eat but I have not eaten enough. You drink, but you are not filled with drink. You're feel, you, look, but there is no warmth. And he that earns wages, earns wages to put in a bag of cold. And that, that is so... Amen. Because, and that just goes back to show you how much you need God in your life, how much you need to talk to him. That relationship is very important. It's not about religion, and it's not about being religious. It's about having that relationship with him you can put in so much you can work as many hours pull in so much overtime but you can still bring in nothing you mm-hmm. can eat so much you can be you can eat a horse and be so full but you would still feel like you need to eat more you can drink as much water as you want and you would still feel thirsty you can put on as much clothes as you want and you would still be cold and everything that you earn it's coming in, but it's still falling out. And that's so deep. Like I said, it's just so deep. And the next verse says, this says the Lord of hosts, consider your ways. So he's literally telling you, you know, like you're going to be doing these things out of my way. But if you, if you're going to do it out of my way, you know, go ahead. Cause he gives us that free will. So, mm-hmm. Go ahead, do what you want to do. But if it's not, Coming back full circle, it's because you're not doing it in my name. You're not reaching out. To you. You're not rebuking the things that need to be you're still following into temptation, but you're allowing it to happen because you're not reaching out. To you. So, you know, with that being said, it's like um for. So I was writing down. For so the more they seek self-satisfaction, the less I can achieve it, and it's so true. And it just goes back. I know people may say, oh, that's so cliche, but it's not. Literally, what you put in is what God will give you. If you're only giving 10% and without trying, then he's only going to give you that 10% back. You know, like, at the same time, if you're giving 20, but you're actually trying to give the 20, then he'll put in his foot and say, okay, I'll give you that extra 80% free. If you're not doing it, he's not going to do it back. Like, that makes sense. Right. It makes so, sense. So, I think it's, you know, it does, right? Yeah, it really <laughs> yeah. does. I don't know if anyone has anything to share about that. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think we should reflect on the ways, you know, like, I know it doesn't seem like a big deal, like, if you miss out on praying or you miss out on a day of being. But it really does. It makes a big difference. And I feel like this is a little testimony for me because I don't know how many times I say today I'm in Texas. And um, I I would really like to go back. I mean, not really like to go. I am going back. Just mm-hmm. this time I'm truly waiting for God to let me know when it's time for me to go. But it's a, it's like reflection for me because, y'all, I have not been the best, you know? Mm-hmm. And this little this verse that was just so random meant so much to me because I feel so far behind. I left Texas in May and it's already August and I literally did nothing with my life. Even though I've been doing so much, like getting my kids to school, you know, going to the doctors, you know, getting things together for me to be like saving in order for me to go back to Texas. I've been doing so much, but it feels like I have not done anything. And I feel like I can't breathe. And I feel like it's just so overwhelming. But it's really, truly put myself in, like, the position of, okay, thank you, Jesus. I know you're listening to me. And even if I'm not saying anything, I know you see my pain because I know that I have a calling. And I know that he wants me to do something. And it's just like for you guys. You... Every one of us has a calling for something. There's a purpose for us, because if there was not a purpose for us, we would truly not be here. And everyone needs to find that calling because it's like you could be hitting the wall with, you know, with the hammer. I don't know if the going can use, but the hammer, and it's like you're so close, and then boom, you fall into temptation, and it's like
2: that wall is slowly getting built up all over again. and That's how I feel. Amen. um, I think, I think that was, like I said, it wasn't much, but. No, it was, it was a lot. It was a lot, especially considering, like, when I personally think about it. I think it touched home for me because, kind of like how you said, I've been feeling like it's, sometimes, like, you feel like you're not doing much. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, like, really, what have I done? You know, like, what have I really done? Mm-hmm. But it's little things that God does to reassure you. Like, when you said you feel like you haven't done much, that hit me. Because sometimes I just be like, Lord, I don't think I'm doing enough for your kingdom. You know, I feel like I'm not doing mm-hmm. enough for, for you to bring glory to who you are. And it's little stuff that he does to reassure you, hey, okay, and when you think about it, Abigail actually reminded me of this the other day. I wish she was on, um, I'm already done, started like tearing a little bit. But, when she said, um, there's a lot of stuff that went down. She goes, hey, so yeah. <laughs> she said, if you brought one person to the kingdom of God, you did a lot. I was like... Oh. Wow, I <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Making people that. cry and stuff. But it's like, it's the <laughs> truth. Like And like when you look back over your life, especially us as people who follow God, who chase God wholeheartedly, and you look up to all the people, look, look at all the people you have talked to about God, how you may have changed <laughs> their mind. Like you affected them. You have done a lot. You have done a lot. So it's just like, that, that alone, that's pretty significant to me. Yeah.
0: I agree. I definitely agree with that. And, like, kind of, I'm just going to think exactly what you said about speaking to someone that mm. shows that you did do a lot. And it's like, you could have spoken about one person. And it's like, they've probably been thinking about it for so long, and they don't know what to do with it. But, trying to reach out to you know to our father and then boom like right there it's like they're saved and then so you know, they're starting to read and it's like you may not ever know because mm-hmm. you shed that light on someone okay. but to know that when we do meet God you know in heaven he's going to say you know job well done you know mm-hmm. like, even this I put you on this earth to literally save this one person and this mm-hmm. one person was saved. like like
2: you said, that is a lot. And that's like, that's wild to think about. Yeah. Think. Yeah. Because like, like one life. Like, and at first I'd be like, one person. I want to, I want to do more than one person. I want to say, first, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. like, you think about what one person does. One person is a generation. Uh-huh. uh-huh. God literally used Abraham to create descendants. Told him he would give them descendants as numerous as, as the stars. You never know how many people you're saving through one person. Mentioning his name to one person, you never know how many people you mention in his name to. So, it's like, you've done a lot. And when you said, job well done, servant, oh my goodness, like... Y'all know how much I want to hear that from God. I I know it's not just me. I know that's all of y'all. Just to want to hear him say, like how he did for Jesus. I know it will will never be Jesus, but how it did for him when when it says he opened up the sky and everybody could hear him say, this is my son in which I am well pleased. Like who don't want to hear that? I want to hear that more than anything. Yeah. this is, it's crazy to think about it that way too yeah it really is but it's like i was looking i've been studying for whenever I, the next time i get to talk to y'all i've been looking at what i'm gonna talk about next and i've been studying heaven um because I want to know I want to know what heaven is like You know, I, w- I want to go there so bad you should know what it's like where are you going so I want to know what heaven is like um, <laughs> I've been studying heaven oh, and I'm about that too. <laughs> and I'm like okay like... Oh, what you say says oh, no 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 go ahead I'll, I'll stay after All right. so I'm like studying heaven and I get to the part where it says day and night and um, no, going crazy. Um, but in when it says day and night in Hebrew, day actually means bruises, and night actually means where to go. Night means gold. So he's saying in to you have to come, you have to be able to withstand the bruises of life, the downs of life. And the gold, the night, the day, which is the blows, the, you know, the wounds, the bruises and night means gold, the treasures of life. So you got to be able to understand, you got to be able to endure the, the ups and the downs of life to be able to get to his kingdom. You have to be able to, And thinking about it now on what you delivered is like, you have to be able to endure the sad times in your life you have to be able to endure being somewhere you probably don't want to be <laughs> like you have to be able to endure those bruises those wounds, those those sad times because just like Job did job endured his sad times maybe that man lost his children his wife his home his crops his servants he lost it all and he still endured with the name of god on his tongue and it's like, can you do that? Can you be able to do that? You want to get to heaven so bad. There's so many people on this earth. There's so many of us. I do it all the time, too. I'm like, oh, I'm sick of the day. I don't think I can take this no more. I'm tired of it. It's like, I just, I need a nap. You know I'm I'm like, and if you smoke cigarettes, I need a cigarette. I don't smoke cigarettes, but you get what I'm saying. And it's like, <laughs> it's like, man, you're going through all this complaining, but you ain't going through the bruises. You ain't going through the ups and the downs. You know joy comes in in the morning because our Lord says it. So why are you complaining about the downs of today? He feeds the birds of the sky. Why are you complaining about what you're going to wear and what you won't wear? I was literally just complaining about y'all. Why are you complaining about this? And you know He's going to take care of you. He been mm-hmm. taking care, of you. so today, man. says you already got you already got me crying today. Today you came with it. I'm
0: happy. I would, because at first I was like, I don't want to make it about me because it's never about me. It's mm-hmm. about our father, right? Amen. Mm-hmm. It's like when he shines that light on you. It's mm-hmm. like, dang, I know that was meant to me. and I know I can't. I know, okay, we're not all perfect. There's no such thing as perfect because mm-hmm. God, Father, and Heaven, right? But mm-hmm. it's like, I know someone else has to be going through this. It's like, a, I don't know. I feel like it's a season of temptation for me because mm-hmm. I didn't allow myself that time in Texas. You know, mm-hmm. everyone says the first year in Texas was crazy. You know, the second year in Texas, it was getting so much better because I found this group, or God allowed this group to come to me, you know, and I didn't even expect anyone to even respond. This was, this was yeah. she was like on TikTok and she had so many views, and I'm like, this girl is not going to respond to <laughs> me. Um, and she ended up following me back, and we started talking it up, and I was like, okay, and then I met. Britney and then I met Abby and then i found out all in Texas and I'm like, oh my gosh, this it was so exciting. So, like, literally Stella was getting her boob back, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I was just like, family, I kept thinking about my family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that was the enemy tempting me to go back, knowing what I went through getting away from my family it was just me nico and ellie moving to texas we had no one Mm -hmm. you know and then coming back what i was literally afraid of happening happened and i feel like when for the month of august when i was writing down that little verse of the month Mm -hmm. um God was trying, you know, God's trying to bring me back because he knows that, he he knows I'm so sensitive to his word, you know, and I feel like we all need to be sensitive to his word. Take his word like, literally, you Mm -hmm. know, because the Bible is so literal about what it says and about what he says and to know that he says it, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, I am with you because the Lord, like he's declaring that he's with you and it doesn't, it says it again in, uh, chapter two, verse four, he says, I am with you. says the word. And that's like, okay, double. It's double that you're mm-hmm. saying you're with me. So why do I feel like I'm so alone? Mm-hmm. Oh, you feel like you're so alone because you're not keeping me in your heart. You're not mm-hmm. waking up saying, um, father you know i invite the holy spirit into my home i invite the holy spirit into my heart if you're not waking up and saying good morning i invite you you're literally going out without him you know like putting on your armor i was so like i was so stuck on putting on my armor because it literally matters and makes a be different and when you don't, it's like, oh my gosh, my world is falling apart. And it is. Your world is literally falling apart. Someone's going to cut you off and you're going to go ballistic. Someone is going to say something and look at you a certain way and you're going to give that look that. But I know my facial expressions speak. Same. <laughs> if, I, if you do something when I am not in my armor and I don't have the Holy Spirit before I leave my house, even in my home, because Nico can do something and I will look at him and he's like, but you know <laughs> like, my words sit on my face and i don't want to be like that yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that's not that's not what god wants us to do so i feel like it's so important to know that he's with you when you feel like you've gone away so Amen. far, and just to pray that whatever temptations you're going through, that you rebuke them, you know, and let the enemy know that I have no desire for this temptation even though you're making me feel like I need it. I'm strong, you know, and I feel like it's
2: just really important to know that, and if you don't, tonight you should know it. Amen. (laughs) Man, it's like today. Today you killed it, because I just, I've been, I've been kind of struggling, and it's crazy. I don't understand why this is so... It's so, ridic- it's so ridiculous because of the fact that when you think about it, I, don't, I know y'all. Y'all y'all are true women and men are eyes on heart. Literally. So I know God has spoken to y'all in ways and like he done gave y'all dreams, signs, visions. He done done it all. But sometimes you still find it hard to trust God to come through on stuff where you've been praying for. And I've been like, why is it so hard you know to trust you why is it so hard to trust you when you've done all of this for me it's kind of just like if you look back at, in the bible like israelites like you have trusted god god has literally run a cloud down to be our guide and by at night he gives you fire and fire and you follow the fire to get you out to the promised land he has brought you up out of egypt he has done all these signs and these wonders through Moses. He has done all of this and yet still, you're talking about, can we go back to Egypt? And yet still you don't trust him. God did, and, and he does so much for us today. And I still personally be finding in their heart, I'd be like, you know, God, if you decide to go ahead and do it, you know what I'm saying? You praying and stuff you be like, God, God, God i don't to do it. Hey, I don't know if you're going to do it or not. It's a chance he might not. Why, why is there a chance he might not? He's God. He, he did all of that for them Israelites. What makes you think he won't do for you? That little lack of faith that you put in into that prayer, you know how much that is probably hindering them from going through for you because you have lack of faith? And it's just like, oh man, like, you said something about trust, and that just made me get on that topic, like, oh my goodness, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, like, I me, I and, uh, oh, I'm so
0: sorry. Oh, no, wait, go I'm ahead, go so ahead. I was going to say, it literally, when she says, you only need faith as much of a message, mm-hmm. some things is little. Yeah. Like, some things are so tiny. <laughs> it's just like, dang, that's it
2: that's all the faith I need mm-hmm. to know that he's going to come here for me like with okay. God's faith for you Jada sis what was you finna to say? I know you was finna to
3: drop bombs on us <laughs> I was going to say like as humans you know we always going to have our hand in the mix of something mm-hmm. but I was going to feel like we got a little bit of control and I've noticed that God is the guy who's going to do it. Everything one hundred, and he's never going to go fifty percent, twenty five percent, go all in all. So if we're asking him, like God, I need a new car, or God, I need you to give me this job, and you're still trying to manipulate your hands and stuff, he's not going to move. He's not going to do because we're fully really giving it up to him. If I say, God, I need a car, I need Friday, and I'm trusting you, I fully think away and trust you. I can't just say, okay, I trust you, but I'm sitting up here trying to get loans from the bank. We're trying to ask this person to help me. On my hands, and wait. patient. Amen. Amen. Oh, amen. <laughs> hey, that is, okay. <laughs> is it okay if I speak?
4: Please, please, brother. Go <laughs> ahead. All right, so I feel like I'm also guilty of not trusting the Lord, but not just so but mostly like manipulate. you <laughs> know. And sometimes it's like. You, you ask for that typical thing, but you only ask the Lord for these things because you want it truly in your heart. Like, it's not for him. Yeah. Your heart is not going after him. It's just like You're only using him like a genie to basically lead your wish. And even temptation, it was so hard for me to overcome temptation because I didn't have the Lord with me. And time I try to, I fail. But then yeah. now, when I have the Lord,
2: I'm just able to mediate and the temptation goes away. Amen. Yeah. Oh no. Amen. That's powerful. And you know what? Another thing, I don't know if I shared it with all of y'all. Like, oh my goodness, hey, Brianna. Um, t- really? We, Brianna done dropped some bombs on us. Now we talking about how we uh, got, got a little bit of problems in trusting the Lord and you know, manipulating him and some stuff. But I was going to tell y'all, I haven't told all of y'all, but uh, probably like some time back, I don't know when Abigail got me this gift for my birthday. I want to say it was like last year. But um, some time back, I was praying to the Lord, and I was like, you know, I, I just want to trust you more. I want to trust you more. I have a problem trusting you. I have a problem trusting that you're going to do for me. And I was sincere, sincere y'all. I was really, really sincere. And Mind you, at work, when at my job, we have our own little lockers and stuff like that. And we have our own keys. Nobody can get into your locker. Um, and I cleaned out my bag before I went to work because so I was looking for my car keys. So I cleaned out my bag, threw everything that didn't go away. You know, nothing was in there that shouldn't have been in there. Put my, my backpack in my locker. Um, this was the day after I prayed, right? And I told Abigail about this, so she gives me this little gadget, and I'm gonna show it to y'all. It's actually the cutest little thing. Um, I went to go get my bag. The day was over. I went to go get my bag from my locker, and I'm I'm again, I lose my keys in my bag. <laughs> y'all, I'm I'm a, I'm a little nut. I'm a little nutty. So I'm looking for the keys. I'm like, where gonna keys at? Right. So I dump everything out my bag. Why, when I dump everything out of my bag, does mustard seeds fall out? Baby, wow. I turned so far around. I asked everybody in that, in that groomer salon. I said, did somebody there? in my locker. Did somebody put some doggone mustard seeds in there? They said, mustard seeds? <laughs> and I don't to put no, no mustard seeds in y'all. Like, I said, y'all playing with me right now. Somebody had to put mustard seeds in my locker. And I'm like, no, way to not put... And I'm like, what? first off, I wasn't even... I didn't even know it was mustard seeds. I'm telling them, I'm looking at them like, I'm like, what are these little things? It was like 50 of them, right? It was like 50 of them in my bag. And I'm like, yo, what is this? So I googled it and I'm like, it's a mustard seed. I a, a mustard seed? and that's when I started asking everybody. It was like, "Ain't nobody, get, who even keeps a mustard seeds?" Like, what's, what's up with you? And I'm like, "This, there's, there's no way, there's no way." So I'm thinking, and I'm like, "There's no way, God, did he? He's, we gotta serve a God with a sense of humor, baby. You got a sense of humor, and I'm like, um." This is weird. So I'm thinking about this the whole drive home, right? And I'm like, yo, somebody in my family must have came to my job. or so i stuck in my locker, you know, I, you know how you driving? I'm driving home thinking about it. And I get home, and I'm like, Mama. She's like, well, I see you put some mustard seeds in my clothes or something. What's going on? She, no, I ain't put no mustard seeds in your clothes. What you talking about? I'm like, Mama. No, no, no. And do you was you listening to me pray right the other night? <laughs> no, no. What are you talking about? So I'm like, I get down knees in my bag. She's looking at them and she like, baby, you know mustard seeds is expensive. What I look like going to buy that? I'm like, yeah, you're right. So I'm just, I'm just sitting there. I go back to my room. I'm thinking about it. I'm just looking at them. and then I, I start to go back to what I was, what I prayed about. And I'm like, there's no way you did that, you know. There's no way you you inform me what about. And I kept the little things too, and then I told Abigail. Abigail was like, "Yo, that's crazy." i was like, "Yeah, it's crazy." And so much so that your belief in the physical allows him to activate in the spiritual. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much so, you praying to him so much in the physical, he is pouring down things in your life in the in the spiritual and. A lot of the times, I, and, I, and I'm just thinking about that, just now as I'm talking, y'all. But I was just like, you know, there's no way that, uh, you know, he, he can do. But we serve a God who can. And what what little mindset of mine that just lets us know we don't know everything. We lack some knowledge because what makes you think we serve a God, who, I tell you all all the time, who created time and space, and yet he is able to fit himself in between in it, pop up the chair, look back down at us and say, hey, my child, I can see you. I mean, move us around like we are chess pieces. We serve a God who can do that. So if he tells you all you need is the faith of a mustard seed, maybe you better have that faith. So, I was okay. like, oh, man. Like, that was that was crazy. So, when y'all started talking about the mustard seeds, I didn't want to share that with y'all. I wanted to share that little. <laughs> that little, the crazy little thing that happened to hurt hurt. Need, y'all. But, it's been, it's been, I think that having that faith and having that trust in the God, it, it can put you in a state of, of, um, an outcast sometimes. Yeah. It can put you in a state of sadness sometimes. Like sometimes I don't know about y'all, but sometimes with my family, I personally feel like I don't fit. Like even with my family, I can be in the room full of people and just be like, "No, this is not. I don't feel. I don't feel comfortable here. I don't feel. It's it's offsetting. You know what I'm saying? It's all it offsets your spirit because there is you're sitting in a room with people who aren't trying to chase after him, but
3: you know it's crazy i was just talking about that today stop it <laughs> i'm serious
4: crazy it's like sometimes it feels like a little lonely journey but it's not really you know we god and most okay. our other brothers and sisters in christ you know
0: Yep, yeah, i feel that and i feel like it's always like the ones are super super close mm-hmm. because that it's is literally right there. You're too close with them. You know, you, you're going to need your time to put away so you can find who you are in Christ and you can find what you need to do in Him. And it sucks to say, but I feel like it's a lot of the time it's family, you know? Yeah. A lot of the time family holds you back from your calling At least I know for me, you know, and
2: it's just too toxic. And he will literally remove those people out of their life if you can't do it yourself. This no, wild that's crazy you said because I, um, my coworker was telling me, mm-hmm. and asked me, um, what does what does Jesus mean when he says a prophet isn't welcome in his own home? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, well, I, I mean, it just means that you know whatever the people who he he loved you know who he came up with a person whom you you've been around all your life they will still find it difficult to believe in the calling on your life than other people who you just talked you just met on the radio, you just met you know what i'm saying so and it's it's kind of like that with with our families and stuff like that and when God tells us, you lead by example, you, you, what is, how does that, sh- how does the scripture, y'all oh, know Deanna, somebody, y'all know it, all y'all know it, says it says oh, something to the effect of, um, um, uh, deeds and, in deeds and works, what is it? Sheesh, uh, deeds and works, he says something about, um, the deeds and works and just, like, your deeds, the actions that you do is how people, even people who don't believe in God, people in your home, they look at your actions, not your words. And if you continue okay. like to... Like walking by faith and not yes, by or no? Yes, okay. want that, I want to say that's it. Um, And just like being that person that you trust in God and your actions are showing that you trust in God. And the way you talk okay. to people are showing that you trust in God. Everything that you do Shows that you are following the guides, the lines, the statutes of that word that He gave us, and they and once they 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 like children, baby. Once they just watch you and just observe you long enough, they fall in line too. So that and I I can I can agree with what you just said. It, sometimes it's your own, the people you love the most who who can be discouraging, but. He gave us. I feel, oh, hit me, brother. Um, oh, you, you
4: guys can go if
2: you want. Oh, no, you're good. Say what you was about to say, please.
4: Okay. Oh, so, oh, I feel like the profit without a home felt so similar to me. Because when I started my walk in Christ, it wasn't just my family, but also my friends and the people that I knew and grew up with. And I just had this message when I was uh, spreading the word on my social media. Mm hmm. A person that I know uh, was like person to me, she was cursing at me and everything. Mm. You know? And I just said, oh, that's fine. And yeah,
2: so I'm now hated by some people that I know for Wow. That's a testimony. And you know what? I can't I can't say the same thing like hate it, but I will say this, like at my job, um, it's literally only one person that I'm really like, really connected to when it comes to God. Because I told y'all, I have witches in my job, actual people who practice witchcraft. Um, I have people who are pagans. Uh, I don't even know what this girl, she called herself a shaman, baby. I was like, I don't know what what you talking about, shaman? Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. A Shabbataba Ding Long. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. I, I personally don't know what you're talking about. But I know if it ain't for God, baby, it ain't for me, partner. So you can keep it pushing. But um it was just like it's so many people, different people. And I'm it's only really one person that I've been connecting to when it comes to God and my job. But When I do talk about him, and I'm sorry, that's just who I am. He is in me. Therefore, he is all that I have. He's all I have. He's the only thing that matters. So, I place him above. If I had kids, I place him above the kids. I place him above. If I had a husband, I place him above the husband. I place him above my family. I place him above my own life. He is my life. So, I'm going to talk about him. I'm going to talk about him. And whenever I do, it's just like you whenever you mention his name, you upset the spirits inside of you. You can up you can disrupt a room by just mentioning his name. I had it's what yeah. did the shaman, man. Let me tell y'all Literally yesterday, this was yesterday. She sneezed, right? I said, God bless you. Baby, she whipped her head at me like she was in the poltergeist. She you don't have to say that to me. I said, "Girl, what? I'm telling you, God bless you. You sneeze. What you want me to let you do? Sneeze your lungs out on the floor? You don't want me? Actually, I'm almost to smile with you. She, she kind of got upset about that because I probably was going a little bit too far with that with you. <laughs> But you, you, you get what I'm saying? Like, you just you can disrupt a room by just mentioning his name, and you can shake spirits. So imagine backing it up with faith. Imagine it back, backing it up with that power that He that Holy Spirit that He placed inside of you. Maybe you can not walk won't only chase spirits, but you can cast them out. You can heal, you can do all those things that He said we have the capability to do. You can heal people, you can cast out spirits. Imagine backing that up with the faith, man. It's a, you, you, God's people would be unstoppable. Then we probably won't even have as many problems as we have going on. Like Elijah was able to. People are complaining about this heat. Baby, I'm I'm one of them. Yes, <laughs> I'm one of them. It is too hot in Texas for anybody to even be looking My outside. <laughs> Man, and, and literally down the street from me, there are wildfires breaking out. In Texas, wildfires breaking out. So let me say this. You have Ezekiel. What was it Elijah? It was Elijah. Elijah, no, I want to say it was Ezekiel. And that was one of them, both of them in my favorite books. We're going to say one of the dudes, the dudes with the E's in their names. The dudes with the E's in their names. And yeah, I don't know who I'm talking about. They're going to sit up here. They could call on the rain. And then stop, it. It was
3: Elijah.
2: Elijah, call the name, call on the rain and stop it. Backing up God's name with faith. Yeah. So we complaining about this heat? Maybe all we got to do is back up God's name with faith, and we can get some rain down here. Imagine being able to do that. All we got to do is have the faith, have the have the trust in God in His name. Have faith in his name, but man, you I'm trying to get like Elijah. Oh, get like Elijah. But anybody else? What, what else y'all got for me? What else
4: y'all got? Can I jump in real quick? I'm
2: oh, yes, please, brother. Yes, please. It'd be nice um, have I
4: want to go back to like us being persecuted about the name of Jesus like today. I had a first-hand experience.
2: So, so I celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday. Amen.
4: And, Amen. So. And so I told my boss today, I needed Saturdays off. So I have to celebrate the Sabbath on Saturday like the Lord has told me.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, it's off, no. by the way. It was just like... I was just telling them
4: like I needed and And uh, he told me, quote from my boss, that... He, uh, he, I don't want to say it, but he said, by God, everybody's going to work here and other people are at work. Oh, and I God. felt like it was very conflicting because he calls himself a Christian. And I say, I, I told him, I said, don't you take Saturdays off or Sundays off or your own worship? Why can't I have Saturdays if it's not conflicting you Amen, or a problem with you? Uh-huh. And so I took the rest of the day off because I I told the Lord, I said, Lord, please give me a sign, like anything. Uh-huh. Anything. And I know it sounds cliche, but I got stung by a bee. Oh wow. And I, that was the sign I needed. So I literally took off oh, work. Wow. I had my mom come bring my car because when I went to work this morning, my old boss, he's so he's my boss's dad, he started my company. And he's very religious. He goes to church every Sunday, every time I get to the like every time I get to job. Mm-hmm. And he said everybody needs to be spiritually aware. The stuff that's going on in Hawaii is not good. Like, Amen. It's, a, it's a book of Exodus. Like, instead of water, it's fire. You know, like you would say. And uh, everybody was just making fun of him, and it really made me conflicted. So I just thought I would ask you guys, like, what, like, what you would say about it? You know what I mean? I'm gonna tell you what I would say about it.
2: <laughs> I am so. I can't... And I'm about to start crying. Oh, my goodness. Okay, I'm not concerned because I trust in the Lord. But I will say this. It is so sad. And what makes me sad... It doesn't make me sad that we are coming under these times. Because it just means we want step closer to our daddy. baby. We want step closer to our daddy. But I'm going to say this. It makes me... It does... Sad in my spirit, it does make me upset to see how many people ridicule when we're talking about what's really going on behind the scenes. It makes me sad to see how many people have become numb to what's happening. You tell me I don't care that there are what you like to call UFOs flying in the sky, they're not UFOs, they're demons. And what they're going to do is explain the rapture with this, and it's coming very soon because. It's aligning up perfectly, but you telling me you don't even care. You rather you don't, don't get me wrong. I get it. You have to go to work. You have to make it out. You have to continue with the day, but you don't care. You're so numb to what's going on. So you, you just sit on your phones and you too, you too busy about worried about an Alabama brawl, but you don't care about what's going on in the name of the Lord. You don't care that people are turning to God and from God at the same time. He said all of these are pains. And when these yes, these things have happened before, but when they start to all happen all at once, you need to open your eyes and see what's about to happen. There are talks of wars and rumors of wars, and that's what there are actual wars happening. You can't tell me what's going on. You can't tell me what's going on with, with uh Ukraine in the main a war. Not just that, but you got the weather. The weather is going crazy, and the weather is mentioned in God's word. That's a birth pain as well. He said the Euphrates would dry up, and that there was demons, fallen angels, under that river. And guess what? Euphrates is drying up. And not just that, but people who are digging under that river. They have heard sounds coming from up under it. You're telling me that all of these things, UFOs happening, what you, you want to call UFOs, all of this has happened at once. People ridiculing the name of God. People blaspheming his name. You got the baby. And all of these people posting up upside upside down crosses on their foreheads. All of this is happening at once. People's kids having dreams and visions. God said that would happen too. All of this stuff is happening. And you're telling me you only care about the Alabama brawl? We have a problem. We have a serious problem. God talks about volcanoes. What's happening with these volcanoes? You know, Yellowstone is one of a super volcano and yet it seems to be having a lot of tremors going on that. It hasn't happened before. Why does wherever these UFOs, they move at, they move under our nuclear power plants. What's up with that? Why is all of this stuff happening at once? But they laugh at us. They ridicule us. It's time for us to keep our candle, candlesticks lit, y'all. I agree with you, brother. To me, it's warning signs. It is warning signs. And we need to make sure we keep our children, our family, our workplaces, everybody we can strapped with the word. And if they don't have access to the word, then you use your mouth for them. You study his word and you bring it back to wherever you at. That way they can hear his name. That way, God, when God comes to you on Judgment Day, and it's your time to step up to that line, and he says, hey, what have you... He he ain't got to hold that against you. Hey, I mentioned your name wherever I was, Father. I let people know wherever I was, who I served, and who you are. Because it's getting... It's getting... It's getting pretty scary, y'all. I want to share um,
0: something about what our brother said. Please I feel as if um, if he's saying that he is like a follower of Christ, then his, you would know them by their fruit. And Amen. if his fruit is reflecting on something that's not sensitive to what you believe in and have that relationship with, I personally would say that to ask God in your own time to help you through the job that follows and it's in line with the word of God that he wants you to be, because you don't want to surround yourself with people who have not like who have a cruise
1: basically
0: and I know it's not easy because of the economy right now but I would start praying and asking God to help you find a different job that aligns with
2: him and I'm excited too I'm gonna pay you back off because that's powerful to me too because the Bible actually talks about our jobs, person. You know what I'm saying? Places of work, all of that is going to happen. Um, and I'm gonna say this too. Right now, I, I mean, my job, my job don't want to let me have. Uh, they won't give me Saturdays off. They gave me Sundays, and that's because she thinks that that's the Sabbath. And I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't, I don't believe it's the Sabbath. But I'm gonna say this. I told her, I don't care what you do. I bring in a lot of funds to your little company. What you gonna do is you're going to allow me to have at least half a Saturday. You're gonna allow me to have the time that I need to make sure I can do Bible studies. You're gonna allow me to do that. Cause if not, maybe I'll walk away and the be people my tail turned between my legs cause I know who I serve. But I'm gonna also say this, it's going to come to a point in a time where it don't matter where you work at. Because you serve him, they're going to fire you. Because you serve him, it's going to be hard to hold a job. It's gonna, You probably won't even be able to get a job. It's going to be the, the times are coming. It's lining up. See how they're kicking the name of Jesus out of schools. You see how the, the jobs and not just the jobs, but the schools are allowing the uh, alphabet people. I want to call it, the LGBTQ the LGBTB mm-hmm. people. Whatever. I'm sorry. I don't know their names. I don't. I don't, I don't care if I heard them. The LGBTQ people. They're allowing them in schools more than they are in the name of Jesus.
1: Yeah.
2: It's coming a point in time where even in our jobs, they welcome Pride Month. More than they do, people going to worship God in the, in the break room. Why are you taking a break? Why are you doing it? I'm, I'm taking a break. you you're telling me that the, the Muslims can pray seven times a day, but I can't take a break to praise God in the break room? Abigail had that problem. She was let go from her job because of that. Wow. wow. We are entering times where stuff like this is starting to happen, and not just that, but pay attention to the birthdays. Deanna literally was fight, fighting with her uh, child school because it was looking real funny. It was looking real funny in it, but it's just stuff is. We're entering that time, and it's not because we're entering this time. It's not time for us to to start to soften up. It's time for us to harden. It's a story about, her. Amen. It's a story about how in um. Abraham. It was Abraham. Yeah. When his son, when his nephew, it was at the time, he didn't have a son. He thought of Lot as his son. Um, where Lot went in with his wife and on their way to Sodom and Gomorrah, they got captured by some people. And everybody thought Abraham's, I'm going to talk to him. I'm going to talk to y'all how I read the Everybody thought Abraham's people was, you know, they were soft. They were some punks. They thought they were some punks. But let me, let's get something, let's get something correct. Because we serve God, we are called to be gentle with our words. But that don't mean we're soft when it comes to the spirit. So Abraham, you know what I'm saying? They, Abraham, the hard word. His his nephew, they done got captured. They probably trying to do some freaky deaky with his wife. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's, it's looking real crazy. And Abraham decided he done heard this word. So Abraham go to Sarah. He like, Sarah, I'm sorry, baby, but, uh, I gotta go handle some business for my nephew, and she like Abraham. We barely got, you know, we got a few people, we got a few soldiers. What you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? What you really gonna do? And Abraham goes and takes, I want to say, 300 men. I don't even think it was 300 people. I, I gotta look it up. But He takes, he takes a few men, and they won against I don't know how double the people against him. See, it's going to come a point in a time where we who are few who serve God will battle many. And we will win. We will win not because it's few of us, not because it's many of us, but because we're not soft in the spirit. We don't play when it comes to God. But man, y'all, the time is coming for real.
3: Um, I want to make a comment about the school thing. Um, so here in North Carolina, I'm a teacher, so I teach second grade. But, um, there was a school like near to us Amen. who started an actual Satan club.
2: Stop it!
3: And girl, yes, and they were like some parents were like upset and stuff like that, and they were trying to like sue the club because it was like they're influencing the kids to um, get involved with like evil things or whatever. So it went to court. I have can send it to y'all in the group chat. But it went to court and the school won. Like the state allowed them to have this club, so it's wow. a up- club right now in North Carolina. I think it's another place in Pennsylvania or something like that. What Um, is that? I will pray over and review
0: all
3: of it. Yes, I'm a citizen, y'all. But yeah, it's like, so we were talking about it It came up in one of our meetings or whatever and my principal, she's new um, but she's a woman of God. Like She prays every day over and everything like that so she's made it a point to Say every morning we're gonna pray with our class. Amen. And, uh, she's gonna pray over their and even the kids that do not believe in God, like maybe they're Buddhist or things like that. She give their parents options to come late if they want to come late. But so we're gonna yeah. build the kids. But I just yeah. think how the state is allowing this to go on.
1: Yeah.
3: When Christianity cannot be a thing in most schools. Wow. And
2: it's it's. So you telling me you're accepting of other religions, but when it comes to the religion that mind you, the United States laws is based on. Yep. You don't wanna you you, you cast that out? You cast that out. So it's just like, man, it's the stuff is getting Crazy, you know. it's I'm gonna stop saying that. It's not getting crazy. It's not getting crazy to us who know, who recognize who our God is. It's True. not getting crazy to us who read this word. What it is is, it's, hey man, we putting on our shoes. We singing, I am. You know how the uh, back, back in slave times, those slaves they will be picking that cotton, singing. Baby, we sing it. We singing while we work because we know who's coming. We know what's getting ready to happen. So. It's not scary to us. It's, it's it's sad because we see the dull, the the numb, basically just in a trance. And it kind of reminds me of the dream that I told y'all I had, where I was watching my family watch TV and what they were, they were laughing at it and they were just staring at it like they were zombies. And it's like I'm like y'all don't see what y'all are watching. And when I look at the TV, what they what they see is fuzz. But they're just in a trance by And it's kind of like if you pay attention to what's going on to people today. They're in a daze. They're just staring at fuzz. It's not fuzz, baby. It's what's getting is re- it's 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 a war breaking out behind the scenes. And uh Jada, you Jada, all y'all probably know who it is. Um, who was it? Was it Ezekiel? It was Ezekiel. No, it was Elijah. It was Elijah again. I love Elijah so much. He's awesome. Elijah Elijah, and Elisha. Elisha was like, Oh my gosh, we're going to die. We're going to die. I know You see these people? And Elijah is like this, No, we're not going to die. He prays to God and he says, God, open his eyes so he can see what's happening. And he opened his eyes and he can see in the spiritual realm, angels fighting on their behalf. That's what's happening. Angels and demons are fighting fight a war of spiritual, and that's real. And now the war is is, is is it's it's overspilling into the physical. And when I say what I mean when I say it's overspilling in the physical, I mean by that is is then you have the weather. You, yeah. see, you look at the weather, that's not It's not just because the weather is acting crazy no that's because the war in the spiritual was going a little bit too crazy you know what i'm saying then you have wars breaking out that's not just because you know people people angry at each other no that's because there's something going on in the spiritual that has overflowed into the physical and then you have the the stuff going on with school all of it is because this war was happening in our physical it's because what's happened in this war and the spiritual is overflowing into the physical, and we need to keep our spiritual eyes open. We really do. But I would, I would like to.
4: Sorry, I was going to say I would like to. You go ahead.
2: Oh no, please, brother, please, please comment. cut so, me up.
4: Yeah, I would like to comment about like school things, right? So like we're always talking about other religions, right? Uh-huh. Especially how a lot of them they do like the prophecy stuff. You know? Yeah. And it's like so many times that we can set other religions, but when it comes to my God, you can't accept mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. And in America, America's just like Solomon and in Gomorrah. They like peace mock God. I mean,
1: yeah.
4: Like you don't make any jokes about like Buddha or Muhammad or Confucius. You would like to make jokes about Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's just. It doesn't make sense to me and even though we have
1: all these prophecies that god has foretold that already come to pass like for example there will be people that um i think it was it like revelation like there will be like numbers of money mm-hmm. and we see that today like, yeah and that stuff. yeah so and then also they say that like the hearts will go cold and i see that all around too mm-hmm. so you told me that all
4: these things are coming true but you still won't worship God mm-hmm. because you couldn't see him because you don't think he's real because you can't see him he usually, usually give an example I think I put it in his chat a house has a builder we know his existence because he built the house because he proved mm-hmm. it I don't need to see him
2: because he made something creation was made by God you don't have to see the creator to know him. he exists that's mm-hmm. why I said Yo, that's I, that that uh, what you just said that analogy about the house and the builder, that right there that was a bomb analogy. I liked it that. I liked it that a lot, and it's man, gosh, the times, y'all, the times, the times, the times. I wish we could just like wake everybody up and just like have them see. But when you said like the house had has a builder and you were like. They can't, you still refuse to worship him and people mock our God. It's just like, it, it, I'm instantly reminded of and the rocks will cry out. If you refuse to rock, cry out to him, the rocks will. And when he comes, it's another verse in the Bible, I want to say it's in Revelations, where it says that people will be saying to the mountains, Fall on me, hide me hide me baby it's when he comes there's not going to be a place you can hide he built the rocks he know everything that's up under him it's not a place you can hide when he comes so sheesh i felt it i felt that a lot but i want to thank you brianna for this word because I don't know if you intended for it. You probably was like, I probably are not the girl. You done came with us but you done you killed it today. We done went on and on. You were well. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we done went on and on, baby. And I and I love it too. I love it. every every second we get to talk about God together. Every second. Yeah, and I love. It. I do my like it. <laughs> you did I good. You do really good, sis. Thank you. Thank you. Alright, is there anything else anybody want to say before we get prayed out? Because I love hearing y'all talk. I guess I can say one last thing. Hit me. Hit me, brother. Yep. Okay, See, one last thing that I would
4: like to say is that I'm not really worried about um, people persecuting us, you know, because the Lord says to endure and be glad, you know. So, I'm not really worried about that lot. You know, I need to be scared to go preach out. I need to be scared to talk about Jesus. You know what? I kind of with Jesus, now I can speak open. Mm-hmm. So, I just love well, that, you know.
3: It me for the better. I
2: never thought I could change. I never thought I could change. I always thought of myself as a bad person. You know? So, yeah. Word. I thought I was going to lose and I'm close this out. But <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. I guess I'm going to say. But, um, I still sometimes not think of my... I'm not going to lie to y'all. i can be honest with y'all. Y'all my family. Sometimes I still think of myself as a bad person. Um, Janice said she was delivered of it. And I, and I praise God for it. But I'm trying to be delivered of to that too. My mouth. Sometimes when I'm angry. I, I, I will start cursing And roll, even in road rage. And stuff like that. Um, and I'm reminded of the, the scripture. That says how can you praise God. And with the same tongue. You curse others from. And it's like, that's something, of course, that I'm working on. And it's, it's so hard, but I still sometimes think of myself as a bad person. And then when I start to think about that, I'm reminded of the fact that it doesn't matter. And I don't what I mean by I don't mean by that, like, you know, keep being bad, keep being a horrible person. Don't try to be better. What I mean by that is, is, is that. There isn't a single person who doesn't have an opportunity of salvation. And I was given that opportunity of salvation. We all were given that opportunity of salvation. And just like a judge judges a a, a, a whatever, you know, uh, the defendant or whatever by their intent, that is what God does to us. So I want to, we all try, we need to make sure, try to make sure that our intent is lining up with his word. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm trying to do. That's what I'm working on. And that's what I'm gonna keep working on. Trying to make sure this intent lines up with his words. So I love that you said that, cause man, I struggle with that. I was crying. These tears. But if there's nothing else, I will go ahead, or Brianna, if you want to pray, or anybody else want to pray us out, y'all let me know. Pray us out. Pray us out. All right. I'm going to pray us out then. Let me start by saying, oh, y'all know I don't like, when i we be closing inside, I'll be crying. Let me side. Um, Lord, I want to thank you for this opportunity of salvation. I want to thank you for bringing your your children together for another day and worshiping you and speaking on you and observing and diving into your word. I want to thank you, Father, for everything that you have done, that you have, that you will do, and that you. We'll probably never do. I want to thank you for the yeses, the noes, and the just weights, my child. I, I want to thank you for it all. I want to thank you for these children that they have and my brothers and sisters have. I want to ask that you cover them and that you place a hedge of protection over their lives. I ask that you do that for our mothers, our brothers, our fathers, our sisters, even our animals, because we know that the word says that even the animals will be judged. Father, I want to thank you for forgiving us. I want to thank you for dying for us. I want to thank you for being patient with us. I want to thank you for your grace, for your mercy, for your love, for your tenderness. Oh, for your gentleness, Lord. (laughs) Lord knows that sometimes you probably want to just put a good shaking on me. (laughs) I want to thank you for everything, Father, that you do for us. And everything that you don't do for good. We all know it's for your glory. It is for your kingdom, Father. So I thank you. I ask that you protect the minds, bodies, hearts, souls, and spirits of everybody on this group call. And everybody in the group chat. I ask that you continue to love them, to stand by them, to give them wisdom, perseverance, and endurance. But above all, wisdom For be- Wisdom is the beginning of righteousness, and righteousness is the beginning of knowing God. And is that not something we all seek to know? To know God. To see your countenance. To sit on next to you on your right hand, Father. Let us know you. I ask that you pour out your Holy Spirit above your servants. Anoint them with the Holy Spirit, Father. We accept you. We submit to the Holy Spirit. We acknowledge the Holy Spirit. We acknowledge what Jesus did on the cross for us. We acknowledge that you gave him to us. We acknowledge that he is your son and the Holy Spirit is his spirit. We acknowledge that this earth is your footstool and that no man and no demon and no spirit can overcome you. In the name above names, we pray. Amen. Amen. I love y'all. And I pray y'all have a wonderful day. And I can't wait to see y'all tomorrow because tomorrow, Abigail is delivering. Ooh. Ooh, y'all know she She different than me because when she be delivering, she be coming like... She like a... Uh, That girl went to college and y'all know I didn't go to college. I'm like, uh, don't be mad at me when I say this, y'all. Don't be mad. I say I'm slow. And the reason I'm not, my GPA was 1.999999. I was not the smartest. But when it comes to my father's word, I got some intelligence in the spirit. And that's only because I make sure I'm embedded in my life. But when, with her, when she delivering it, baby, you know what I'm saying? She that in, intellectual
3: deliverer.
2: I love it. I love it, baby. <laughs> um, so I just know she's going to come with a, a bomb word. And not just that, but on the 12th, I have to let him know. On the 12th, we have our... It'll be at 3. But we have our brother who is a artist delivering and he, well, he's going to be talking to us and we're going to be asking him some questions. So y'all get y'all pens and papers ready, get y'all questions ready for Saturday. Because Saturday, we are going to talk to a a musical, a Christian artist about how God has influenced his life, how God has influenced his music. And just whatever questions you want to ask him, make sure y'all get those ready. Um, I'll send y'all his page in the group chat. He's not big, but he is on Apple Music, and so he's pretty big on there. But I do want y'all to uh, get ready for that. But I love y'all. I hope y'all have a wonderful day, and I'm going to see y'all in the chat room. I love y'all, and thank you, Brianna, for this word. Baby, thank you for this word. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.